radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. Prime time. He's going to the danger zone. Let's go. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Skull, use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? a shitty podcast like 10 minutes into it i would not listen to this hey fellas i love the podcast music created by brian swanson welcome everyone to the week 10 preview show fantasy football scoop and i am tony i am here with my two best friends on the internet it's turtle in prime time and uh it's week 10. We're in double digits here. It's uh, it's literally all downhill. Uh, in a month, the regular season will be over, Turtle, and you'll finally uh, get to go back to your your regular, normal, non-podcasting life. Are you, are you excited or are you going to miss the podcast? Uh, I'll miss it. Of course I will. Uh, but I'm also looking forward to, to just not doing anything. Um, I will still be playing in my other leagues because we play through week 17. Ooh. But, yeah, yeah, so I'll have to pay attention to that one. But that... Um, other than that, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm mixed about it. I'm excited for it to be over. I'm, I'm going to be sad as soon as it's gone. Yeah. But you, Primetime, are you, are, you, are you ready to go back to being a, a loving father and a husband? Um, not to that, but I, I can't wait for the season to be over. <laughs> Then we can work on something else, but yeah, pretty much it. Gonna gonna pick up some new hobbies, uh, when when football season's over. No, I'll go back to doing whatever I was doing before. Okay. Probably just reading. That's all I've been doing. I didn't know you had knew how to do that. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> good for you. It's true. Uh, poll question today. I know the the NFL is going to Munich, Germany to play a football game between the the Buccaneers and the Seahawks, and it got me thinking. I wonder if uh, they're trying to resurrect NFL Europe. Uh, so I asked, would you watch a rebooted NFL Europe? And it is unanimous. Five votes, and they all voted no. You guys voted no? I, I can't believe that. What do you what do you mean? We can't we can't be uh, more excited for this season to be over for <laughs> for American football. I never watch anything fucking Euro or whatever the hell we're talking about. Like F one and shit. I'll look at a highlight, but yeah. You ain't gonna catch me watching soccer and that that nonsense. Oh, we would have never known who Tommy Maddox was if we didn't have NFL Europe. 
I know you were a big Tommy Maddox guy, Bishop. I completely forgot about NFL Europe. <laughs> uh, when you brought it up like a minute ago, I was like, oh, my God, that was a thing. Yeah, it was. And yeah, that's terrible. I mean, the I NFL is trying is. real hard to to get into get into Europe. They've they, they've done like three London games. They're doing a they're doing a Germany game. I don't even know if there's any more after this, but uh, man, they're they're trying real hard. <laughs> Are they actually making money on this stuff? I don't know, like, cause like the stadiums are full when those games happen, but like, there can't be that many Americans. But like. Wouldn't they want to go. Stadiums for... wouldn't be full I... if they were played at the regular home game. I don't know. I don't. Are, are they like discounted tickets so these limey bastards can go see real football? I don't. I don't know. I, I just don't know. Or maybe they charge a premium that telling them it's like these are the Jets of New York, and <laughs> yeah. they're like, "Oh my God, we gotta see the Jets of New York." And... These are the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I definitely feel like there's like NFL people like passing out jerseys to all these people because like you'll you'll see just like random like Josh Allen jerseys or like Tom Brady jerseys. Like nobody nobody in Europe has NFL jerseys. Get the hell out of here. That that's that's crazy talk. I don't know. Like, I like force compliance kind of thing. Like they're just like making it like willing it into existence. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's it's very true. contrived. Yeah. They're trying a little too hard. <laughs> yeah. All right, speaking of trying hard, let's talk about the waiver wire. Waiver wire. Waiver wire. Hello and welcome to your week 10 edition of our league's waiver wire. Uh, up first, we have Robot Unicorn Attack. And I'm not joking when I say this. <laughs> he acquired the New York Jets defense for $22. <laughs> that, that has to be a record for defensive spent, right? Here's the funny thing, dude. I was going to make a bid on the Jets defense, but... They are on a bye week, which even makes this more insane. Oh, good lord! Yes, he can't even play them this week. Oh, twenty-two fab it. dollars. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. And he he dropped the Tampa Bay Bucks defense. <laughs> I think that oh. set off a chain reaction of defense acquisitions uh, that we'll talk about in a little bit here. But yeah, uh, twenty-two dollars on a defense, and he can't even play them this week. And it's the Jets. Like, it's not like, you know, it's not like the 85 Bears or anything. Or Like, this is terrible. I'm sorry, Kowalski. Maybe it's, pro- it's probably the team name change that you had last week affected your, your brain. Uh, okay, next up we have New Wave Hookers also acquiring a New York defense. This is the Giants for $6 and releasing the Indianapolis Colts. Turtle, what are you doing here? What are you doing? They got a good matchup. They're winning games right now. Who they play? And that's really all I... Who they play this week? Houston. Oh, yeah. Okay. I Ooh, like that. That's yeah. a good, good, nice pick, Kawa. Yeah. So they, they have Houston, and then they have... Um, gosh, I don't remember. Somebody bad. So it was a multi-week play. Houston and then Detroit. I'm not, I, I have the transactions screen up. I don't have the waiver wire screen, but I'd be curious to see if there was another bid. If six dollars was the the right, uh, no bids for the Giants, but there was a zero dollar bid for 
the Jets that did not go through. Oh. Looks like Kowalski was right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and then the last of the waiver wire moves, before we get to the free moves, uh, let's see, it is BDI's D's Nuts, the second coming. That was the failed bid, wasn't it? Or no, that was a kicker or, was, or something. Yeah. So he picked up the New York Jets kicker, so both Jets special teams and kicker got picked up this week. And, and you didn't do either of them, which is that's <clears throat> that's that's amazing. Yeah, the the wave is coming. People are aware now. The green wave. Yes. Uh for zero dollars and releasing Carolina Panthers kicker. Okay, and now I'm going to pull up the regular transactions. We got Lucky Luciano doing a line change here, acquiring. Okay, hold with me. Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, releasing the Los Angeles Chargers defense. He also required his recently acquired Philip Lindsay, and acquiring Melvin Gordon, which I didn't even notice he hit the waiver wire. That's interesting. Uh, let's see. And his yeah, he also picked up someone named Terrence Marshall Jr. I feel like that's not a name. I actually have it as Terrace. Is it is his name Terrace or Terrence? Oh, yeah. Which it is even, we- it's even weirder, right? It, it sounds like a Madden-generated name. Yeah, for sure. And apparently he's a receiver on Carolina. That's also a thing. And he released Zay Jones from Jacksonville. Okay, and next we got Matt's team. Another line change. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's start with the first one. He acquires Houston Texans kicker, releasing Green Bay Packers kicker. I think he's been missing a lot of field goals lately. Uh, He also acquired the Chicago Bears defense, smart, and releases the Packers defense, also smart. Extra smart, yes. Yeah. (laughs) I think stuff's starting to turn around for Matt now. (laughs) He acquired someone named Kylan Hill, running back for Green Bay. You guys familiar with this person? Uh, no, I don't know who that nope. is. Uh, but according to RT Sports, he's touched the ball once for seven yards this entire season. <laughs> so, Did Aaron Jones get hurt? Or I think he's got an ankle, Dillon? ankle injury oh. for Aaron, Aaron Jones, but I think he's going to be fine. But, yeah, I don't know about that one. And he released Naheem Hines, running back from Buffalo. Uh, BDI returns after his $0 bid for a New York Jets kicker and releases that kicker. <laughs> acquiring New Orleans Saints of kicker. Of course he did. I I hope to one day have that kind of speed with my trigger finger. Like, we, we just talked about how bad I am at dropping running backs. Super, <laughs> that's fucking, like, record speed. Congrats, I wonder if you... Man. Okay. I'm going to put myself in BDI's uh, brain here. <laughs> good luck. Uh, yeah, good they luck. both start with the word new. What if his waiver wire transaction, he was trying to do New Orleans kicker, but he clicked in New York because oh, they were next to each other. Yeah. I mean, you, you smoke enough of that ish turtle and all the words, just they get jumbled together. That's happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. All right. And then next up, we have myself. I acquire Naheem, recently dropped Naheem Hines and released Daryl Henderson. And I also acquired Dallas Goddard and released Kyle Pitts 
which is interesting because that was the move I was going to make last week. Uh, I was, when I picked up Kyle Pitts, I was debating between him and Dallas Goddard. And I made the wrong call. So now, hopefully this week, I made the right call. So big game from Kyle Pitts coming this week. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> just pick up your Kyle Pitts this week. <laughs> and finally, the last, and it's BDI again, surprisingly. Uh, finally releasing that Allen Robinson guy, receiver from the Rams, and acquiring the Gus bus, Gus Edwards, running back from Baltimore. And that will conclude your waiver wire segment for this week. Wow, that, that was quite a, loft, a heavy one. Uh, you know, it's week 10. People are gearing up for, for even more bye weeks. I think bye weeks go through week 14 this, this year, which is insane. Doesn't uh, it always skip week 13, though? I don't know. I've noticed that the last few years, like they do a whole bunch of bye weeks, and then there's a week randomly where no, there's no bye weeks, mm-hmm. and then 14 will have a bye week. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't know about that, but I do know this. We got some emails. There's a letter in your mailbox. And thank you, as always, to email contributors. And our first one is from Hattori Hanzo, and it's titled Circus Peanuts and Eggnog. And it, it reads, it says, I saw bags. Many bags of circus peanuts at Bass Pro Shop on a Saturday night. I thought about it. They are odd, but I don't get the hate. Then again, I also like candy corn. Oh my God, Mike. Especially the pumpkins. Now that Halloween is over, we are officially in eggnog season. We need intel. What is the best eggnog in Seattle, Florida, and Italy? Does anything compare to Oberweiss, Bishop? I think you are best suited to answer this question. Uh, I'm currently in the middle of trying different brands. Uh, I just found out my youngest kid loves eggnogs. Now I have to like get home in time before she drinks it all. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm testing out some different brands, and I will update the selection sooner, very soon. Any any chance you could do another uh, chug video like you did for Bitter Marks uh, last year? Oh, that's not, dude. That it would be an honor. To drink that eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we could set something up like a virtual call, like you, Micah, Giuseppe. Uh, I don't know if Worm likes eggnog. Like all of you get into a video call and you you shotgun a glass of eggnog. Let's see who finishes it first. Do you think you want to get? A- yeah, I want to get one of those beer helmets. Yeah. Where, but it's just eggnog and with the straws that go to your mouth. That's what I want. Gross. Turtle, I I don't remember. You you're not you're not in on eggnog. No, no, yuck, no. Good. No. Okay. But have you guys ever had it? No. Yes. Never. And it's disgusting. You probably just didn't have a good one. And Tony's just being racist. Smart. <laughs> Never trying it and saying it's terrible. <laughs> All right, the next email from Kowalski, and it's labeled Cheetah, and it's a link to a Twitter tweet, and it says, Tyreek Hill in his last four games has 38 receptions and 580 yards receiving. Uh, Only six other players have over 580 yards in the entire season, and he's done it in the last four games. There was a lot of people worried about Tyreek Hill moving from Patrick Mahomes to Tua. And Turtle, I 
I I I was kind of one of them. I didn't I didn't think I didn't think they could get him the ball as well as they could in Kansas City, but boy was I wrong. I agree. I, I did not expect this. They they just look uh they look fun. I mean, they're just like a, a high-powered offense and they make things happen. Next email. Excuse me. Is again from Kowalski and it reads it's titled Justin Fields, and it reads, "The last last week's thirty-eight week last week's thirty-eight point performance included fifty-five more rushing yards than passing yards. Only one hundred twenty-three passing, one hundred and seventy-eight rushing. Justin Fields has only one week where he threw for over two hundred yards in this season, and it was week in week five, and it was only two hundred and eight yards." I think I think K Wall's trying to make his point here. I think he might agree with you, Bishop. Uh but I will counter this with uh they just got Chase Claypool in the building, giving them a, a, a viable wide receiver. They didn't have any of those before he showed up. So I'd say give him give him a little bit of time. And our last email, again from Kowalski, and it it's titled Pack Attack, and it reads, this blew my mind. The Milwaukee Brewers have won a game more recently than the Green Bay Packers. The Brewers' last win was October 4th, and the Packers' last win was October 2nd. Can you believe that? Jesus Christ. It's great don't to they, see. Don't they play baseball like five times a week? Yeah, it's every day, pretty much. Yeah, so, but I don't. I don't am, am I missing something? Yeah, you're missing something because the fucking baseball weeks. season. <laughs> yeah, the Brewers season ended over a month ago. That's that's what you're missing. Here, oh, but I didn't know baseball was done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the that world, makes the World Series just ended, so they went an entire oh wow <laughs> MLB postseason before the fucking. Packers wow. won a game. Good email. Good catch, Mike. Excellent email. Excellent factoid. I love that stuff. Especially when it's shitting on the Packers. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> and Wisconsin itself. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We did get a, a message from Giuseppe, so let's play that now. What's up, guys? Hope all is well. Um, don't have a lot to talk about this week. Sorry, K-Wall, that I was able to luck into a win. I'm sure I'm the lucky bastard this week for it. But one of the things I was actually thinking about and, you know, I don't get to experience, thankfully, by being here in Milan is uh, the election stuff was just yesterday. And so I'm sure that you guys were inundated with those political ads. Were there any political ads that were especially, you know, hilarious or, you know, kind of um, exaggerated versus what you'd seen in the past or you know, how, how was the investment? Did it seem like there were a lot more this year than in previous years? Curious to know, because those aren't things that obviously I'm exposed to here being in Italy. So, and those are always uh, painful, annoying, but sometimes entertaining. So let me know what you guys, what you guys have on that and have a good week. Good luck to all of you and enjoy the, the football. We're already, I think only five weeks left before the regular season's up. So enjoy it while you can. Thank you, Giuseppe, for that, uh, for that communication. It's always greatly appreciated. And uh, I'll talk a little bit because we had 
just the most annoying election ad season I've ever been through. Uh, it seemed like every commercial, there was three or four of them in a row. And uh, none of them were particularly bad. They were just all bad. Uh, Bishop, what about you down in Florida? Do, do, do Democrats even like run ads down there? It seems uh, pointless. They do, but they don't try very hard. Uh, it's actually kind of nice being here. Like, like uh, you know, I was in Illinois like for a while, like like you, and uh, you would get the constant political ads, even though uh, Illinois is like a, a democratic state. And then I moved to Wisconsin, which was at the time like a swing state. So like you were bombarded by both sides. Yep. Like if you thought it was bad in Illinois, it's 10 times worse in Wisconsin. And then in Florida, I was thinking, oh, Florida's a swing state. Uh, no, it is not. Not anymore. And <laughs> yeah, and uh, there's like barely political ads because they're just like, yeah, we got this, and the other side doesn't even try. So I kind of like it. It's like, yeah, leave us alone. <laughs> Turtle, how what's what's the climate up there in uh, Minnesota? I, where do you? I mean, like, where do you see these ads? They're on like local television. They're on YouTube. Yeah, all right. If you're, yeah, if you're watching. yeah, YouTube, YouTube. If if I see it anywhere, it's yeah. YouTube. I have YouTube premium or whatever so i don't see any ads oh lucky you yeah yeah so i i've legitimately like faded all the ads. I mean, you see the twitter clips or whatever that that's pretty much all i've seen um i did see though that it, i think it was like tennessee 20 percent of them voted against uh banning slavery so <laughs> there's that only 20 percent huh that's all they could get 20 percent of them voted against banning slavery wow 80 percent voted to ban it so 20% of their, their they're, voters. They want to go back are, to the good are, old days. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're ready. Uh, yeah, this country makes me sick. Uh, yeah, so be thankful, Giuseppe, that you don't get any of these because they're terrible. Anyway, uh, prediction results from last week. Uh, pretty damn good week for all of us. Uh, five out of six for me. Five out of six for Giuseppe. Four out of six for Bishop. And four out of six for Turtle. So, pretty good week, guys. Season-long total. I'm in the lead with 36. Giuseppe in the lead with 34. Bishop with 30. Turtle with 26. I feel like we're in a stalemate um, with with predictions. Uh, there hasn't been many upsets recently, so it's it's been hard to uh, make any ground been mostly chalk so let's get into the matchups and we start as always in the balls mahoney and with my occasional crotch chop versus beady eyes these nuts second coming uh i am a four point favorite according to rt sports and giuseppe has picked me to win turtle so i'm gonna ask you what do you think Ooh, um I think it's a really close game, but I'm gonna. <laughs> I can get it out. Uh, I'm gonna pick BDI this week um, for selfish reasons. I need you to lose for me to have any shot um, at, at winning out, and uh, we've already got one pick for for you. So um, I think this is a decent spot to get different. I'll take uh, BDI bombing. Okay. Um, 
I actually don't like a lot of Tony's matchups this week. Uh, Jalen Waddle at home against the Cleveland Browns defense. Uh, that one might be a, a tough play. I don't know what the situation is in Buffalo, who their uh, running back is. So with Joe Mixon on a bye, that's going to hurt you having to start Devin Singletary. Um, I got into an argument on Sunday or yesterday with my brother regarding Christian McCaffrey and his usage in San Francisco. He thinks that he's going to do better in San Francisco. And I'm like, I don't think he will. Uh, he was the, the only game in town in Carolina. So that's why he had those boosted numbers. But in San Francisco, when you got Debo and uh, George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk, and he, he, I don't think he's going to see the, the workload he used to. But then BDI's team, he's got the MVP and uh, Seattle quarterback. <laughs> uh, he's got Cordero Patterson going on a Thursday against Carolina. And we just saw what Joe Mixon did with them. Uh, hmm. I kind of like where Turtle went, but I don't want to go with Turtle. So I think I'm just going to take Tony. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to win. Um, how, how soon you forget Bishop when two weeks ago, Christian McCaffrey threw a touchdown, caught a touchdown, rushed a touchdown and scored 34 points, my friend. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know where you're getting that from, but he, they just traded away Jeff Wilson. Uh, they, they just spent a whole lot of capital to get Christian McCaffrey. And I think they're going to run him till the wheels fall off. So I think he's going to do well this week. Uh, I am incredibly worried about Josh Allen. He he tweaked his elbow on like the second to last play of the game last week against the Jets. And he was kind of like tugging at it and working it out. And uh, But I was a little worried when I saw that. But the next play, he threw like a 60-yard laser uh, that looked like a regular pass. He's he's kind of questionable to play this week. He did not practice today with the elbow injury. And I think he might play. And if he does play, I think that's great for Devin Singletary because he's going to look to uh, throw a lot of checkdowns. He might be rushing the ball a lot more. And uh, I just got to hope and pray that Cordero Patterson doesn't go off. I got to hope and pray that Tyler Lockett doesn't go off. BDI's got a lot of boom and bust guys, and if if like one or two of those guys bust, then I have a good chance here. So I'm gonna take me. I think I'll win, and uh, let's go to the next matchup. <laughs> we have Turtle and Avitsa's New Wave Hookers Five versus Santino's Wolf Pack. Uh, Turtle is a 29 and a half point favorite against Santino, uh, as you could guess. Uh, Giuseppe has picked Turtle to win, Bishop. Uh, so yeah, <clears throat> make a case for Santino here. I know you want to. I'll, I'll try to make the case. Um, he needs to start a kicker first. Good, good, uh, good tip. Yeah. Uh, he might. Oh, I don't know. I was going to say he might want to put in Russell Wilson this week, but I don't even know. They're playing at Tennessee, that's a tough matchup. The over-under is higher in that Jacksonville-Kansas City game, but I don't think that's because of Jacksonville doing the heavy lifting there. Um, Tyler Alligator on a Thursday. 
that's going to be great. Uh, I would recommend hitting the waiver wire, Santino. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, as far as Turtles team looking, Jamal Williams. Did uh, Swift get hurt last week, or was he just ineffective? Uh, he didn't get hurt. He came back from being hurt, but he didn't do much. So uh, okay. He was limited, yeah. 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 So that might be a good play. Uh, I don't know. You guys are still on that Amaran Sam Brown train. I am not. I was never on that train. Let's see how he does this week against the vaunted Chicago Bears defense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Turtle, you got this one. I don't even think it matters who you start. You could play your boy Eno Benjamin, and you'll probably still come out victorious. Uh, I'm going to agree with you and Giuseppe. I think Turtle gets an easy dub here. Uh, yeah, I think Santino needs to swap out both of his running backs. I think he needs to swap out a, a, a quarterback. And he, again, starting a kicker that's playing would be helpful. Uh, but even if he does get there, I don't. I don't know that I like him to win. I think Jamal Williams gets two touchdowns this week against the Bears. He's gonna be my breakout player. Uh, yeah, I, I, Turtles Vikings are scoring touchdowns, and that's that's kind of dangerous to whoever he's playing against. So I will. Uh, I'll take Turtle this week in a uh, in a in by thirty. I think you'll. I think you'll cover. Ooh. <laughs> It's going to be 60 to 30. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to pick myself. I'm not even going to try to get different here. Uh, Amon Ra is fine. Like, he's going to get into the end zone. He hasn't had a touchdown since week two. He had that, like, injury and comeback limited stuff uh, by week already. So, I mean, he's getting 10 targets, nine targets. They're playing against the Bears. Like, everybody that has played against the Bears recently um, has looked phenomenal. Like, Tua and Tyreek, they came out there, looked phenomenal. Uh, what was it? Dallas put up, like, 49 or something like that on them. So, they're – and Justin Fields is getting going. So, I think they're going to they're gonna have a high-scoring game there. Um, yeah, 60 to 30. I'm going to win. All right. Let's go to the next matchup, and we have Kowalski's Robot Unicorn Attack versus Pee-wee McLean's Cologne Rocks, and Pee-wee McLean is a 17-point favorite. No respect for Kowalski. Uh, Giuseppe has picked Pee-wee McLean to win, and let's take a look at the matchups here. Uh, he's starting Jonathan Taylor, which, I mean, the new head coach... He's an old offensive lineman. He might want to be just be feeding Jonathan Taylor the ball. I guess we'll see about that. Uh, finally getting Tua in the lineup, but you mentioned they are going up against the, the terrorizing Cleveland Browns defense. I wish I had the sound drop. Uh, but Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes for P.U. McLean going up against Jacksonville. Uh, Austin Eckler is a touchdown machine. Kenny Walker III is uh, traveling to Germany. I don't know if he's ever been to Germany, but uh, as long as he doesn't eat any like bad uh, encased sausage over there, uh, I think he'll be fine. So I think Pee Wee McLean win this matchup. Uh, what do you think, Bishop? Yeah, I Kowalski uh, has been on a, a, a what's it called a streak. 
lately of overcoming adversities because he's six and three. And I'm looking at his roster and it's hard to see where those six wins came from unless he played me six times. Um, yeah, Pee-wee's team looks really good. Um, like you said, Kenneth Walker playing in Deutschland should be interesting. Uh, Marcus Valdez-Scantley is one of those boom-bust guys. He might catch a touchdown. Same with Gabe Davis. Has CeeDee Lamb done anything this year? I feel like he hasn't. but uh, Only when he plays the Bears, I think. Yeah. And he's not playing him this week. But he's playing the Packers, so. Yeah, I think Pee Wee McLean win this week pretty easily, I think. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but he won't be sweating. Oh, man. Um, gosh, yeah, I'm going to go with Pee Wee McLean. I need K Wall to lose um, again to have any sort of backdoor shot to get in here. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling, like I don't think that guy's startable. He had one target last week uh, in a game they had to come back from, I believe. Uh, the rest of his lineup is is fine though, and I just don't trust uh, a Zach Ertz and a Mostert Taylor. I, I just sketch guys that can get points, but I don't think they will this week. I think uh, Peter McLean gets it done. Let's go to the next match. Well, what's so, so funny? funny. <laughs> I think I know. Uh, let's go to the next match. What the fuck? I'm, I'm really tired of that. I didn't see that till just now. Uh, we have <laughs> Bishop's Miscuzzi versus Giuseppe's the Ted Lasso way. I'm laughing because of the avatar of Bishop this week. Uh, why don't you describe that for me, buddy? Because I, I can't stop laughing over here. Um, originally, I thought it was just a picture <laughs> of the Pope blessing a Vespa. But apparently he's just like touching the glass. But uh, yeah, I thought that image made me laugh I'm like Tony. And I immediately put it as my avatar. Oh, man. Well, Miscuzzi, uh, you are a 14 point underdog. And Giuseppe has picked you to win. Can you Whoa. believe it? Turtle, what do you think about this one? Do you agree with Giuseppe? I do. I do. And it's, I'm really sad that he picked Bishop, but uh, I think Bishop wins this week. Um, I'm going to pick Chris Olave to be my breakout player. I think he's going to put up a couple touchdowns. Pittsburgh defense just doesn't look that great right now. Uh, and... Giuseppe is starting Dontrell Hilliard again. Um, I just, I, I don't see his path to victory over this juggernaut of a uh, running back core. So I think primetime wins. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on here. I I, I do not agree. I think Giuseppe's going to win. Uh, it is kind of strange, though, because each team is starting a a running back and his backup. You have Derrick Henry and Dontrell Hilliard, and you have Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard. Uh, I think you get the the edge there in the running back position, but I like Giuseppe's wide receivers a lot better than yours. You're still playing Brandon Cooks for Christ's sakes. Uh, I can't I can't get behind that. And uh, you pick up this Dallas Goddard, and you're not playing him. I don't know what you're doing here, buddy. Um, 
I'm gonna take Giuseppe to uh, shock the world and uh, drive away on his nice, newly blessed Vespa scooter. To make you feel better, Tony, I put him in. I just haven't updated my lineup since I made those picks. But oh, yeah, okay. Dallas Goddard is in there. Uh, yeah, that's interesting that you guys all or Giuseppe picked me. It makes me want to pick him, but uh, man. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to win this week um, for no other reason than. Oh, man, my team is so bad. But he's got Jamar Chase on a bye. So I guess if there's a week to play Giuseppe, it's this week. Uh, Alan Lizard playing Adam Thielen against Buffalo. That should be a good matchup. High scoring game. Mike Evans is going to continue to drop passes. Let's hope so. Uh, he's the midget quarterback playing at the Rams. Mm. Yeah, I'll take myself. Why not? Who cares? Who cares indeed? And let's go to the next matchup. And we have Mike's Lucky Lucianos versus Worms Team Taylor. Uh, a battle of uh, four and five teams. A battle of teams that have had not so good luck the past couple weeks. And uh, Worm is 11.5 favorites, and Giuseppe picks Worm to win. Uh, I'll lead off on this one if you guys don't mind. And uh, I think I'm going to agree with Giuseppe. I think Saquon Barkley coming back against Houston is going to be huge. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins just continues to be an every week stud. And... uh, I don't know. Mike's Mike's been real hurt. Uh, he gets some guys off by. He gets uh, Debo Samuel back, but he is starting a man named Terrace, and I just can't. I can't. I can't get behind that Bishop. Yeah, I'm just gonna agree with you on this because Worm's got a lot of juicy matchups this week, and Terrace Marshall Jr. So his dad thought I got this name Terrace. I love this name. I'm going to name my kid Terrace as well. So that's where that happened. Um, is Marquise Brown still hurt? Is it? Is that what's going on here? Because I believe yes. he went on IR. Yeah, I think he's still out. Yeah, he's out. Okay. Uh, he's got Darren Waller. Is he hurt? Yes. He's questionable, it says. Limited this week. So He practiced, uh, yeah. Yeah, so maybe that was just a cover my ass thing, but that that terrorist dude plays Thursday, so he better find out real quick what's yeah. going on with Waller. Uh, I, yeah, I just think Mike has a bunch of bad matchups and situations with his lineup. Uh, and with all due respect, I'm going to take Worm narrowly. Smart. Miscoozy. Turtle. I feel like I'm, yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm being trolled with as many times as you guys have said with all due respect. I don't understand it. What is the inside joke that that, that I'm missing here? Um, have you ever um, met Mike Letro in person? Yeah, of course. <laughs> we, I haven't like met him. You know, we've been in the same room for drafts where he's a large man. I mean, is that yeah? You don't want to end up under. I'm behind my, no, behind by the fucking internet. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. Oh, Tony. I, the ignorance of the youth. <laughs> yeah, right. He doesn't get it. These, these he kids get don't it. know. These kids oh, God. don't know. I'm in trouble just yeah. hearing that. You're gonna... I, would, I have never disrespected that man, and I never would. 
Like we don't know because you don't say without due respect. Without due respect. <laughs> without due re- respectfully. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think Worm. It has taken him what? What week are we in? Ten. Ten weeks. Week ten. To yep. get the right wide receivers starting on his team. Um. We we don't you know he's got the option of Damian Pierce to come in for Swift if he wants so he's got some flexibility. I fucking get Aaron Rodgers out of your starting lineup, play Jacoby Brissett or whatever. Uh, either way, it doesn't matter. I think he crushes Mike's team respectfully. See, there you go. Very smart. And let's go to the last matchup, and we have Micah's team Serbia versus Matt's Jalen. In black. And we're going to kick it big Willie style here with uh, Men in Black. Um, excellent song. I, I, I kind of like the, the Men in Black movies, like the original ones. I, I didn't like the uh, the newest one they just made. but uh, um, How many? I think there's like four of them now, I want to say. Dude, that's so weird. I rem- I saw the you know I saw the original when it came out and I thought it was okay, uh, and then I saw three, uh-huh. but I thought I saw two, but I never saw two. Okay, is that weird? Like I I misremembered seeing a movie that I didn't see. I've seen the opposite where like you definitely seen a movie and you forgot you saw it, but never. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen it, but I thought I did. Okay. So yeah, that was a strange experience, and that was a Men in Black experience. I think I think you can say like whatever you think Men in Black Two is, you're probably correct. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't I didn't know who the heel was. I thought it was you know. Yeah. I'm like I could have sworn I saw that movie, but I guess I did not. <laughs> well, uh, Team Serbia is a ten and a half point favorite this week. Uh, Giuseppe has picked Matt to win, however, so he's he's calling for an upset here uh turtle what do you think is this is this an upset brewing for matt i think so um i really do i was i was just staring at this matchup trying to figure out uh who i like less i think both of them have great players on their teams uh but i just david montgomery devonta smith wasn't uh enough for me i think uh justin fields against detroit is you know they're gonna have fun so, and he has time to kill. So, I think he has enough to, to pull off this upset. Uh, I can jump in here next. Uh, yeah, Matt's without uh, the Baltimore quarterback. So, he's starting fields this week at home against Detroit. That's very favorable, I think. Uh, it's funny because he's also the Chase Claypool owner. He doesn't start him over some guy named Josh Palmer, which I've never heard of. I'll leave Josh Palmer in. He's I don't know. Okay, sounds like a golfer. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> sounds like a NASCAR driver or something. <laughs> um, you know what? I think I'm going to go with Micah, and I will tell you why. I just started Dallas Goddard, which means he's going to do terribly, which means Devonta Smith is going to blow up, and he has the quarterback to go with it. So I think his stack's going to work out this week. And Travis Etienne's been balling, so keep rolling with him. Oh, and he's got Nick Chubb. How can I forget that? Uh-huh. The best running back in the NFL right now. So, yeah. Give me Micah. Yeah, uh, I'm going to agree with you, 
Bishop. Uh, I, I don't think uh, I don't think Matt can do it this week. Uh, you mentioned the Devonte Smith. The last time that they played Washington in Week Three of this year, Devonte Smith had 20 points with the touchdown. Uh, so I think he's due for a good game. And I, yeah, I think ETN's going to catch a ton of passes because they're going to be losing a lot to uh, Kansas City here. So he's going to have a huge day receiving. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I don't know. I think I think Nick Chubb's going to score two touchdowns because, like, he always does. And I think uh, I think Michael wins here. So, uh, Any breakout players? I think I mentioned Jamal Williams is going to be my guy. I think he's good for two touchdowns this week. Chris Olave. Man, I'm trying to. I was gonna find someone on his team, but I guess I can't. Give, give, I'll, I'll take the Devonta Smith. I'll double down. All right, Eagles. I love it. Gross. And that's gonna do it for the week ten preview show, fantasy football scoop, and. Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com. <laughs>